And now we're going to talk about New York and New Jersey, and we're going to talk about the people who are on the front lines. We're going to talk about um, a group of people that we salute and a group of people that we were anxious to speak with. The treasurer of the Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association is Mara McCrossin, who is with us live via telephone. They have fielded hundreds of requests from nurses, nurse practitioners, doctors, Moels, dentists, OTs and PTs, funeral directors, Hevra Kadisha uh, for uh, N95 masks and surgical masks to keep them protected while on the front lines. Mara McRossin, welcome to JM and the AM. And on behalf of this very appreciative audience, thank you to everything that you and your colleagues at Jew are doing during this time of crisis. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's a it's an honor, and um, thank you for the for the shout out. We really appreciate the support that you guys have been giving us as a community at large. I would assume that the Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association cover nurses that that are in how many hospitals? I mean, it must be could it, how many hospitals could it be that that your membership is uh, is working in right now? Sure, it's it's hundreds of hospitals. We also have um, nurses who are working um, home care, right. who are working doing home visits. Even still in this climate, um, we have nurses who are, 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 you know, working in nursing homes. I mean, it's 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 vast. <laughs> and with all, and with, and with everything we hear about PPE and the uh, and the the gowns and the screens, etc., there's nothing as as necessary and as sought after as the masks, right? That's correct. Um, that's been the one uh, piece of personal protective equipment or PPE that's been the hardest to come by and the hardest to find. Uh, and every category that I just mentioned is reaching out to people like yourselves to get the mask. People are trying to are trying desperately to just use any resource they have uh, who, who might have masks to, to give to them to use during this time. That's correct. Um, so we felt as a nursing organization that we wanted to help support our members as best as we can. Um, that's what we stand for in general. That's what the Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association, or OJNA, stands for in general, to help our, our nurses um, on the front lines. And, um, you know, as we started making people aware that we have the masks, we've had an um, outpouring of, 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 um, of requests for them, and people know that we have them, so we're trying to support as many people on the front lines as we can, not just nurses. If someone tried to buy an N95 mask right now, you have any clue what it would cost? Um, I can guess, um, I mean, probably upwards of $10 a mask. Wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. And you want to wear at least, at, at the minimum, you want to wear uh, one mask a day. I mean, it, it would be even better if you had multiple masks per day, right? But at least one per day, right? So the uh, the requirements for the hospital have been ever changing. Um, it used to be before the pandemic that we would use one per time you would go in a patient's room that was requiring one. Right. Now with the shortage, um, guidelines have changed. The companies have come out with new guidelines saying that wear it until it's soiled or you know change it daily depending on which hospital you're working in and what their what their stock looks like. Honestly. Unbelievable! How do people mm -hmm. how do people support this cause? Is there a way to donate to your organizations so that you could use that money to help distribute more and more masks at this time? Absolutely. Um, you could visit our website. Um, it's jewishnurses.org um, slash COVID nineteen, and that's spelled C O V I D dash one nine. 
Um, and we have a donation button on there. If you're a nurse or a, in the medical field and you, you need a uh, N95, we're also giving some surgical masks out with that as well. Um, you can request one on that website. Which, which, which is the, I don't to show you what I know about medicine, which is the uh, more serious mask, the N95 or the surgical? Surgical is more serious? Mm-hmm. The N95 um, are the ones that are blocking the particles of the um, COVID-19 virus itself, and the surgical masks we're, we're recommending sometimes to wear over the N95 to protect them and, and prevent them from getting soiled. We're also uh. recommending the surgical masks um, when you're just out and about. So those are the ones that you see with the ear loops. I got to ask you two questions about your work. Uh, you know, for, for those of us who are novices and I never wore a mask until, you know, a week ago, uh, it, it seems really cumbersome and difficult to, to you know, <laughs> to, 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 to go through the day normally. Is that something you just get used to? Um, normally, we're not wearing these on, you know, a 24-7 basis. Um, but, you know, as nurses and in general in the medical professional, we try to adapt and, and change with whatever guidelines are coming out. So we, we kind of, um, you know, as, as a profession, that's our, our nature is to make do with what we got. So, um, I mean, our recommendation is to, you know, take breaks as much as possible um, and do it safely in, in a place that's not with other people. Um, and, so you do you know, get an opportunity. So you do get an opportunity to take the mask off once in a while. Absolutely. Um, and it's very important that we do take breaks during our shifts. I mean, there are nurses who are working, you know, extenuating circumstances with long hours. But we are, you know, the hospitals are still recommending that we take breaks, take them off, you know, use the facilities, eat, drink. Those are right. still important things in our daily life. Are you, are you, Mara McCrossan is with us, treasurer mm-hmm. of the OJNA. Are you uh, in a specific hospital now or in a home situation? What's your specific situation right now? Um, yes, yeah, so I'm a nurse practitioner. I work out all the way in uh, Stony Brook Hospital um, in a neurosurgical ICU setting. Is, is Stony Brook going through a tremendous rush of patients over the last week? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Stony Brook itself is, um, but they're considering the epicenter in Suffolk County. Um, and they've created a, um, a field hospital that they are staffing with volunteers from New York State. Um, we and, have ever-growing numbers over there as well. And the, the impression is, and, and I'm not holding you to this, and I know everything is strictly anecdotal, but I'm just curious. The impression is that in certain hotspot areas, the last couple of days, let's say the last 48 hours, were a drop better in terms of patient traffic. Would you agree with that, or nothing's let up at this point? Um, I tend not to look at the, the numbers themselves and kind of go with what the nurses on the front lines are saying. And from my, my colleagues and, and friends, um, I mean, it, the situation is, is still pretty bad out there. So, ye- so, so yesterday was just as, as bad traffic wise as it was, you know, one day last week. Um, I, I mean, I don't have the exact numbers. Yeah, no, so but I don't, I don't, really I don't, I don't mean, <laughs> I don't mean numbers. I'm just saying in terms of general feeling, oh. just, you know, I, uh, I think the situation itself is just really difficult to, to, to deal with as, you know, as a nurse on the front line, because right. whether or not traffic is bad, the, the patients are, are, are sick. And is, and your, we, is your shift similar time-wise to a normal shift, or are you asked to be there longer? Um, right now, my, I'm still doing my regular 12-hour shift, as are most nurses in the New York, New York area. And, that, and that's usually three 12-hour shifts a week? Yes, correct. And are there a lot of nurses that are putting in extra time aside from those? I know that there are nurses who have volunteered for overtime. Um, some hospitals, like myself, are trying to limit exposure. Right. Um, so, so we've actually restricted um, overtime, even though there's a need for um, 
providers on the front lines, um, and that's mostly so to prevent us from getting sick so that way we're still here to, um, to, take, to take care of the patients. By the way, Mara, every co- a category that I mentioned earlier, uh, nurses, nurse practitioners, doctors, moils, dentists, OTs and PTs, funeral directors, Hevra Kadisha, every one of these categories is putting their lives at risk. Every one of these people, you know, I, you know, I and many others, thank God, thank God, you know, have the luxury during this crisis to isolate ourselves as much as we we're, as much as we think we need to, and you don't have that luxury, and and you're you're literally out there on the front lines along with every category I just mentioned, just to continue the services that all of you provide, and I think all of us have to keep that in mind. And I I don't, I don't mean to strike fear in you, God forbid, but I'm sure that this comes across uh, your mind every time you leave the hospital, that you're praying you're not, you're not walking home with that virus. Absolutely. Uh, I think it crosses all of our minds that we're out there on the front lines and, and exposing ourselves. Um, and un- unfortunately, it's part of the job, but at the same time, those who go into this field already know that they're putting right. themselves at higher risk than most. Do you know a lot of nurses who are sick or, thank God, very few? How would you put it? Me, personally, I don't know of Anyone who has gotten sick that are that have been critical, um, right. most I know have been uh, who have gotten sick have been mild to moderate symptoms and have recovered thus far. Um, I can't speak for others. I know that there are others out there who have um, close friends and colleagues who are sick and who have passed away. To donate, everybody, to donate, JewishNurses.org. And by the way, there are probably a lot of Jewish nurses out there who don't even know you guys exist. This is a good opportunity for them to to get involved with the organization. And I can only imagine uh, uh, it's only to their benefit to do so, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, we, we try and, and get the word out as much as we can, you know, that it can only go so far at times. But we're grateful that you've brought us on so that way we can at least, you know, let people know that we're out there and that we're here to support um, any Jewish nurse, honestly. <laughs> JewishNurses.org slash COVID-19. JewishNurses.org slash COVID-19. And while we're encouraging people to give to different uh, uh, different fundraising efforts over the last few weeks as we've been doing and that's our role here um, we basically we basically to the chagrin of many in this office we we ignore our own fundraising campaign and we ask people to give to others in this case if you want to literally give money to OJNA so they can give masks to all the people that we've just mentioned all the categories of people who are in desperate need, for masks right now, jewishnurses.org slash COVID-19, jewishnurses.org slash COVID-19. And Mara, as you said, you know, do the math. If someone gives you 50 bucks, you have you have five masks, good masks, that you could distribute to people on the front line. Simple as that. Yes, absolutely. And we thank you so much for supporting us and for, like you said, foregoing your own fundraising to help fundraise for <laughs> us and help, help give out the people who really do need it. I, I got to tell you, I mean, unfortunately, there have been times I've been in hospitals as a patient. I got to tell you, uh, when when you have a competent, efficient, caring, friendly nurse, 99% of your hospital visit is positive. And I know that you know that because I know you know the nurses are the people on the front lines of hospitals. But I think, I think sometimes even people like yourself have to be reminded of that. Um, when, when, when you have a competent, efficient, friendly, uh, attentive nurse, 99% of your hospital visit is, uh, 
is uh, you know positive, and I think that that's you know I leave the other one percent to you know <laughs> when they tell you when they when they tell you you have to stay another day and stuff like that, you know. <laughs> but, but, and, and even despite that, we try and be as attentive as possible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> it just sometimes you don't always hear the news from the doctor you want to hear. It's as simple as that. Uh, right. But but anyway, uh, so so I thank you and all the patients. Thank you and everybody who's really really praying for the recovery of uh, friends and loved ones and who know that you're uh, essential, you and the group, everybody, the thousands that you're, that you're with are essential in taking care of them. All we could say is God bless you, stay healthy, and we will continue to remind people how vital a role you're playing. And I take this opportunity to wish you a happy and healthy Pesach and to please convey that message to everybody you work with. Thank you again for having us on, and we wish you a happy Pesach as well. And, and again, all I could say is thank you and um, and all the best. Thank you. Mara McCrossan is a treasurer of the uh, Orthodox Jewish Nurses Association. Give them a few bucks, folks. I know there's a million people that need a lot of help, and we're trying to feed the poor, and we're trying to distribute our money all around the world. Believe me, and money's very tight for everybody right now. Believe me, but as someone who fundraises to keep us going here, I am now encouraging you on Erev Pesach to give to the nurses so they have what they need to help save our friends and family. Uh, JewishNurses.org slash COVID-19, JewishNurses.org slash COVID-19. 16 minutes after 8 o'clock, JM in the AM on a Monday.